0: Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. How's it going, everybody? We are in John chapter 14 today, starting in verse 1. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my Father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am, and you know the way to where I am going. No, we don't know, Lord, Thomas said. We have no idea where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. If you had really known me, you would know who my Father is. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, and we will be satisfied. Jesus replied, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and yet you still don't know who I am? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. So why are you asking me to show him to you? Don't you believe that I am the Father, and the Father is in me? The words I speak are not my own, but my Father who lives in me does his work through me. Just believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Or at least believe because of the work you have seen me do. We have to consider that on their way out to the Mount of Olives, Jesus continues to advise and instruct and encourage the disciples as they make this journey from the upper room to the place where Jesus is ultimately going to be betrayed and arrested. And I want us to keep in mind what Jesus focuses here in John 14, 15, and 16 as they make this trek. He is here to advise them, to instruct, and encourage them as he spends this last few minutes, few hours of freedom with his disciples prior to his crucifixion. Are these verses that we're looking at today more instruction or encouragement? That's a little bit of a weird question, isn't it? Because as you take a look at these verses, it's a little bit of both. As we take a look at this, Jesus is telling the disciples to not be troubled and to believe in God. Now that's encouragement, right? Don't be troubled, believe in God. But it's also instruction, right? So it's encouragement through instruction is what Jesus is getting at here. It's kind of this interesting twist and focus on what he's trying to communicate with them. Why shouldn't they be troubled? Why believe in God? Jesus is encouraging them with this incredible message about what is to come eventually, that someday that he and the disciples will be together forever. He will always be in the presence in the midst of God. Jesus is giving them a promise. This is the encouragement that he has, and I hope you caught here. The next I am statement. I know it's been a while, especially since we've even been in John's gospel, especially focusing on the I am statements. But here we have the next I am statement I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. It's an incredible verse. This verse is one that it fills people with encouragement, with hope, but it also has been a source of trouble with many people because they take a look at this verse and they find that. Christianity is an issue in and of itself because it claims to be so exclusive, right? They have trouble comprehending that Jesus is the only way for people to have peace with God. It's not based on their merit or their credit or work or skill or worthiness or whether God plays favorites or not, or whether they've done the most good, or maybe they believed in somebody else who was just as good of a humanitarian as Jesus was, in their opinion. And, you know, I've just done the best I can and lived the best life that I could. And God sees that. And who else can, uh, who can do anything else, right? That's their motivation. That's their mindset on them being able to get into heaven. And Jesus here is saying that, no, that is not enough. You, people have been trying that ever since the fall in the garden, back in Genesis 3, to get into heaven based on their own merits. And what is the answer to that? It's Jesus. There is no alternative route. It is only Jesus. Well, if God, the, the contradictory statement that's made, well, it's like God have really loved us. if he really wanted us to have peace with him and if he wanted to live with us forever, he would have provided us with lots of ways to get to heaven. That's really just a lot of nonsense, right? Jesus is the only way because Jesus is it. No other way is good enough for God. What you're talking about here, this eternal reward that God has for his followers, can only be won by someone who is worthy enough. And the only person who was worthy enough was Jesus. Jesus is it, but at the same time, Jesus is enough. They still want some proof though, right? And we take a look at the disciples and Philip here, interestingly, uh, one of the few times that we read about Philip chimes in and still wants proof and asks if he can see the father, like just show us the father and that will be enough. We will be content with that. And Jesus responds in incredible fashion And says, you have seen him. And it points us to the book of Colossians. And I'm going to read this verse, Colossians 1, verse 15, where it talks about Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. All through the Old Testament, we have people who have wanted to see God. And every time that they have come close to seeing God, they have fallen down as if they were dead. No one can see God and live. This is what we read in the Old Testament. And yet here we have Jesus through the incarnation being the visible nature of the invisible God. You have seen God when you've seen Jesus. God himself, right? Think about the promise that Jesus is making to the disciples here. God himself is making this promise to not just the disciples, but to all of his people. That you will always be with me. That you know how to get there. This is the promise. There's going to be a place for you to live with God in peace forever. And you know how to get there. And it's Jesus. Jesus is the way. And it's just an incredible set of verses as we launch into this new section of John as Jesus continues to advise, instruct, and encourage the disciples. And encourage us as well. So as we consider these verses, why do you suppose the disciples were having such a hard time coming to terms with, with what Jesus was telling them. Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.